Most bankers aren't ready to help you until after their third cup of coffee. But with Central National Bank's after-hours service, you don't have to wait for the bank lobby to open to get help. You can contact us from 6 to 8.30 in the morning or from 5 to 10 in the evening, and we'll connect you to a real, live, local person who can answer questions and fix problems seven days a week. Bank different. Bank central. Central National Bank. Member FDIC. This is the Sikkim Podcast. The Sikkim Podcast is a production of Baylor Athletics. Now, here are your hosts, Brooke Bednars and the voice of the Bears, John Morris. Hi, everybody, and welcome to this week's Sikkim Podcast, a production of Baylor Athletics. John Morris, Brooke Bednars, we're glad you're with us here in late May the academic semester has ended, Brooke, but the athletic semester continues with some really big events. It definitely does. It feels like Baylor Athletics just keeps going, and that's credit to all of these teams who are late into the postseason. And we have a lot of exciting things to be talking about. Great things going on. That includes Baylor women's golf. They have won the Stillwater Regional, and they are competing this week, beginning this week, at the NCAA Championships at Greyhawk in Scottsdale, Arizona. And for this week's podcast, we're joined by Coach Jay Goble. Jay joins us, and Jay, welcome to you. Thank you. Thanks for having me. Good. From Scottsdale. Yes, currently there. You said it's nice <laughs> very, and hot. You had to go inside. Scottsdale. <laughs> very, very warm Scottsdale. Yeah, toasty in Waco also. I'm not sure if we want to compare temperatures or not, but uh, you wouldn't trade it for the world, would you? Aren't you glad yeah, to be there? Absolutely. No, this is, uh, this is the place in the world I want to be right now. <laughs> well, and John, you mentioned they won the NCAA regional, but um, coach, we'll go ahead and let you just announce how much you won that regional by. <laughs> Tell us a little bit about what that was like. That was great. We, uh, we won by 14 shots in Stillwater against, uh, you know, our, our big 12 foes. And um, it was great to go, to go up there and, and not only play so well, but uh, you know, we, we didn't have a chance to play in regionals last year. So we, we honestly didn't have a very good warm up for the national championship and um, to, to play well and especially play well this late into the season, you know, you have to have reps under your belt. You have to have competitive rounds under your belt and um, to go up there, play well, get those rounds, those, those very competitive. And, and honestly, you know, they're, they're pretty tense rounds. Like you, you know, you're grinding until the very end, even with a big lead that we had. Um, those rounds really help us get ready for this week. And, and uh, especially again, on a tough golf course with tough competition. And, you know, it's, it says 109 in my car right now. So, <laughs> um, you know, so the, again, like we got to be tough. We got, we got to be able to, to go in those tough rounds and tough conditions and, and compete well. And I think that, Again, it was a disadvantage for us not to play last year in a regional championship. We we got through based on our ranking, which, uh, again, it was nice to be here, but um, we didn't have competitive rounds for a month. And then uh, just last week, I mean, we played so great in Stillwater, and I believe we played the last uh, three holes, like right at 15 under par for the week. I mean, again, we were we were completely lapping the field on the last three holes, and that's that's where you want to do it. I mean, if you can finish off your rounds with birdies and eagles, 
it's uh it's a great way to finish and, and leaves a good taste in your mouth well you said after that win you said uh, you thought it was the biggest win in program history that's saying a lot i mean you've you've been a part of some really big wins some great success here but uh what was it in your mind that that made that success the biggest in program history uh, I, you know, we won regionals back in 2015, which I, I think that that was also a incredibly huge win. We won the big 12 championship in 2015 as well. Um, it's always awesome to win your conference championship, but again, when you're, when your back's against the wall and you have to play well in the tournament to advance, you go up to again, Stillwater, who's one of our biggest rivals, uh, in women's golf. And you go up there with their tradition and their history of golf as well. And again, to, to walk around that place in a dominating fashion to, to get here. Um, you know, we like, I would say that it's a little bit unexpected, honestly, like we've played some good golf this year, but we, we haven't put it all together at the same time. And um, last year we had an awesome year where we won six times and, and uh, we're number one in the country for about a month. But this year, you know, it's flashes of brilliance here and there. But And we did win twice this year. But I, I didn't quite see that performance coming. But I think that, you know, again, us getting back to our game plan of, of just trying to get a little bit better every day moving into the postseason is really working this year. And conversely to last year, we're playing our best golf race right now. So, um, again, to go to a hard golf course like that and to play as well as we did, uh, again, against Oklahoma State and Arizona State and Auburn, some, some great schools with a lot of golf tradition, and, and to go and beat them like we did, that's why I think that's the biggest win in program history is because, again, we, we weren't expected to win. We were the three seed, and we go in there and we dominate at, at Karsten Creek like that. Um, it was a little unexpected and, and I'm super proud of them, but I think that uh, Carly and I knew it was in them and we knew that this was a possibility at some point that we could start playing up to our potential. And again, I, I think we're playing our best golf right now going into next week. A lot of people, if they've ever played golf or even watched other people play golf, they know how mental the game can be. What's, what's your message to the team going into this week after having such success? A lot of, t a lot of times, you know, that could possibly get them to be a little bit more comfortable going into nationals. Um, have you guys discussed that at all? And how, what's the mental preparation uh, going into this week for nationals? Well, thankfully I, I don't have to get them in a good mental space right now because they're playing so well. I, I think the confidence that they're, uh, exuding right now is, is off the charts. Like they're, they're walking around like they're, they're the best team in the country right now. And they probably are playing close to the best in the country. So um, I, I love what I'm seeing as far as the confidence. They, they really, they've all been to Greyhawk. Like, you know, half of them played here last year. Uh, we also played a couple practice rounds out here this spring. So everybody who's out here has seen the golf course anywhere between two and 15 times. And I think that we know what to expect now. We know what the course is going to play like because it's, it's honestly set up exactly the same as it was last year. 
I think the conditions seem almost exactly the same, except we're going to have some lighter wind than we did last year. So I think that, again, we didn't play our best last year, but I also see a lot of factors that led us not to play our best. All of those factors that caused us not to play well last year, I'm seeing the opposite of this year. I'm seeing our best performances of the year have been in the last six weeks. I see uh, Britta Snyder and Rosie Belsham, two of our sophomores, playing their best golf of their college career, literally right now. Um, I see Gurleen, who is, you know, probably going to go down as the best golfer in Baylor women's golf history, uh, playing some great golf right now. I mean, she finished tied for second last week also. And then uh, we, we have Addie Baggerly, who transferred in from Florida. We call her Grandma Bags. I mean, she's, she's, she played in the national championship at Karsten in 18, and she's still around playing on the team. And, um, she's, uh, you know, she's got a little bit of a chip on her shoulder. She wants to go end her college career on a high note. So I just, I just feel like we have a lot of things going for us right now that that honestly, again, they're they're in a great mental place, and I, I think that it doesn't when when people are playing good golf, and when you're you know in your sport, you're playing well, and you're deep into postseason. Again, I I just I'm trying to stay out of their way a little bit right now because they are they they have all the confidence they need. They're playing great, and we're on a place that we feel comfortable at because we've been out here so many times now. So we have a lot of really great things going on right now, and. Um, you know, I'm just excited to see how the week unfolds. I also really believe that we got the best, uh, two tee times we could get the first two rounds. I mean, we're, we're playing before the heat on Friday and before the wind a little bit. And then we essentially have two morning times because on, on Saturday we tee off at 1130 in the morning as well. So we're, uh, you know, things are moving into place the way they should be. We just, we just need to go out and play golf like we know how to and, if we do that, I think a lot of good things are going to happen this week. For everyone who was following last week with the, at the regional, how would you compare the two courses, Karsten Creek and uh, Greyhawk, now there in Scottsdale? I would say that Karsten Creek is uh, very visually intimidating. It's a, it's a golf course where, um, you know, if you have good plans, you can play well. I think that's where the similarities lie. I think that, you know, our planning last year at Greyhawk, I think we're going to play a couple holes very different than we did last year, hitting some three woods and five woods off some tees that, you know, kind of pinch down where you hit your driver. Uh, I think that's where the similarities stop, though, because this is desert with very little trees, and, and Karsten Creek is very tree-lined on every – basically on every hole. So – um, out here, if you hit it out of play, you're in the desert. If you hit it out of play at Karsten Creek, um, you're, you're in the trees with the, uh, ticks and the snakes and the, <laughs> everything else that they have out there. So, but, uh, again, I think they're both great championship golf courses too. That's the other place where they're comparable. Uh, Karsten Creek really separates the better teams. And I think that I think that Greyhawk's going to do the same thing. I think the the teams that are better, uh, who who you know are probably ranked higher or have had a better season, I think they're going to see this place you know again for a second time, and they're also going to know how to play it a little better than they did last year. And there's uh, I think there's about a half a dozen to ten teams that are 
that are going to be really tough to beat out here. And, and I, I believe we're one of them. So, um, but again, I think this, it's a great championship golf course. It is almost exactly set up the way it was last year. So it's, it's essentially going to be our, you know, our fifth through eight rounds out here. I mean, it seems like the same golf course as last year. That was uh, or has been intentional on your part, right, to get on Greyhawk, to be out there. You talked about last year, but then the practice rounds also. I mean, there, there was a method in your madness there, wasn't there, to, uh, to get to Greyhawk? No, absolutely. And, and, you know, we shifted our schedule to play a little more Arizona heavy. Uh, next year, we're going to play Arizona heavy again in the spring. We're going to play um, Arizona State's event in March, and then we're going to have – the first ever big 12 uh, women's match play. And it's going to be in April next year in Arizona. So we're going to try to get out here a bunch next year as well. And it's just, it's very, it's just very different than playing golf in Texas. And I want my team again to feel comfortable out here. So we came out in January for four days and played out here. And then we also came out uh, and played an Arizona States event and played Greyhawk after the event, maybe a month and a half ago. So we saw it in the winter. We saw it a little bit closer to what it's going to play like uh, this weekend. And yeah, no. So everybody who's here, you know, even my even my freshman by my who's here as an alternate, she's she's been she's played the course twice. So she played it in January and she played it uh, when we were here in in uh, late March, early April. So, yeah, there's definitely method to the madness. I mean, if they're going to let us play the course we're going to come out here and play it. And uh, the plan is to do the same thing next year as well. Walk us through the week of preparation Tuesday. You guys traveled, got there Wednesday, a walkthrough. Talk about the rest of the week for you. Correct. Yeah. And today we're just, uh, again, out here trying to get used to the heat and uh, they're out there playing a little bit right now, but um, trying to keep it pretty light today. Um, Tomorrow is our is our official practice round at 7.30 in the morning. Also, again, I think they're trying to get all the teams out pretty early to make sure that we kind of beat the heat a little bit. Um, again, it's it says 109 in my car right now. So it's it's very toasty out here in the afternoon. And uh, then we our, our first two rounds are, again, both in the morning. So we have 6.30 tee off on Saturday is our first tee time. Um, off number 10 and then our first tee time on Saturday off number one is 1130. So I feel, I feel lucky that we're not teeing off at two o'clock in the afternoon. One of those days, because again, it gets windier, it's hotter. And, um, you know, at least we're getting kind of two morning times, but, um, would love to get out there Friday morning and, uh, and, and shoot a great score before the wind starts to pick up and it gets hot. So that's, that's what our immediate plans are. And then um, from there, the uh, Sunday, after Sunday's round, they cut the teams down to the low 15 and they play one more. We play one more uh, round of stroke play on Monday. And then after Monday's round, they cut down to the low eight. And then we match start match play 630 in the morning on Tuesday and uh, match play out to a winner. So it's a it's a long week of golf. So. You know, my my idea of, of preparing them is actually giving them a little bit of 
light practice and light rest right now because I uh, I remember from 2015 and 17, you know, when you get into those match play rounds, and it's a long week. It's a long week of golf, and, um, you know, I, I want them to be well-rested because I know their game's in a good place. I know their game's ready to go. So um, we're going to try to get out of here in the next hour or two and let them go lay by the pool or just chill in the air conditioning for a little bit. So. Jay, I've heard coaches say a lot, really, you want your team to be peaking this time of year, playing their best. Uh, you know, when it comes to the postseason, when you have a chance to win a national championship, uh, where would you say, I mean, the results from from the Stillwater Regional kind of speak to the fact that maybe you are playing your best or maybe not. How do you feel about that? We are absolutely playing our best golf right now that we've played all year. Um, you can look throughout the entire season and and uh, yeah, we start getting to top three finishes. Um, they started at, in late March uh, at Arizona State, and uh, they kind of trickled down from then. So finishing second at the Big 12 Championship, uh, winning the Bruzzy up in Fort Worth, and then winning regionals. So we're we're moving and trending in the right direction. And I again, I think I think we have a great chance this week if we play our game play our own games and just control what we can control. What would you say is special about this group of girls? Um, you kind of touched on them individually a little bit before, but when they all are coming together, like they are, when they're all finishing rounds, like they are, despite already, you know, having a large lead late in the regional um, where you only have to finish in the top four, I believe. Um right. You know, what about this team makes you feel as though it is appropriate for the way they're walking around, feeling like they could be the top team in the country right now? Well, I think we have a lot of competitiveness on the team. I think that um, they are they are definitely cheering for each other and excited when their teammates play well. But um, there there's there's a lot of competitiveness on who has the, the best round of the day or who finished the best or had the most birdies. So there's, there's a lot of, uh, you know, competitive talk going on in the van, but I think the cool thing that, that I saw last week and that I've seen recently is like, you know, we, we played the final hole at Carson Creek. We, I think we counted two Eagles and two birdies or something. And they were, they were high-fiving each other and screaming for each other as they were finishing and very excited, uh, you know, three of them tied for second place, but they were very excited for their teammates to finish on a strong or a high note. And, um, you know, they were, they were cheering and screaming as loud as they could. And that's, that's a really cool thing to see is that, you know, they, they wanted Gurleen to make an Eagle on the last hole. They wanted Britta to, to make a birdie to shoot under par on the last hole. And they were, they were out there screaming and cheering as loud as they could with their, with their parents and their family as well. When you think back and you look at those scorecards and you see six Eagles and the extreme amount of birdies that they had, how proud are you? You know, like there, there are golfers who, um, you know, they are striving to get the one Eagle and you guys had six of them. Um, right. That's got to be a boost of confidence when you guys are out there competing. Yeah. Like I said, they're, they're playing great. And, 
you know, the way we finished the last couple holes at Karsten Creek, they are, I mean, I can't explain to you or I can't explain to the people listening how hard they are. I mean, they are, they are really hard holes with this huge lake. And, you know, we, we had 20 mile an hour winds most of the week. So, uh, 17 was playing into the wind. Uh, Britta Snyder, who I was walking with, she, uh, played it one under par for the three days. We hit three wood and had 185 yards in all three days. And she hit five iron in the middle of the green all three days from 185 yards and made one of them. So I we just, again, we, we played smart. We played in positions that we could score well from. And then uh, we hit some big drives off the 18th hole, which, you know, I think Gurleen and uh, Rosie, when they made their Eagles, they only had five iron and seven iron into the par five and two. So, I mean, they're hitting drives almost 300 yards. And then, you know, 170 yards out, they're hitting seven iron to, to two feet. And I think Gerlene was 185 and hit five iron to 15 feet. So um, when you're playing with confidence like that, you know, good things happen. And that's, again, what I'm seeing from my team right now is they're playing with confidence. Well, it shows, and we're pulling for you. It's going to be a lot of fun. Uh, congratulations on what you've already accomplished, and we really look forward to the NCAA championships out of Greyhawk uh, coming up this week. Jay, thanks for being on with us. Thank you very much. Uh, tune into the Golf Channel this weekend. So hope to see everybody on uh, Wednesday with some big trophies. <laughs> I like it. We'll hold you to that. <laughs> That'll you be guys more confetti, right? Yeah, more, confetti. more confetti. More confetti. We'll bring, bring everybody back. More confetti. <laughs> Uh, stay cool. Up. Good luck. And uh, we'll be cheering you on from Waco. Thank you. Second Bears. See ya. It's Jay Goble. He is the women's golf coach at Baylor competing in the NCAA championships. Greyhawk, Greyhawk Golf Club, May 20th through the 25th in Scottsdale, Arizona. Great coverage, as Jay said, on the uh, Golf Channel. So uh, they, they do a great job covering collegiate golf. So tune into that. And man, this is fun. I mean, this is a team that is on a roll that could be coming home with the big trophy, as he said, next week. Absolutely. And what's more exciting than just more hardware to add to the trophy case? <laughs> Bring it on. Thanks to Jay Goble, Baylor women's golf coach, our guest for Brooke Bednars. I'm John Morris, and that is this week's Sikkim podcast. You've been listening to the Sikkim Podcast. The Sikkim Podcast has been a production of Baylor Athletics.